Hey everyone, and welcome to your daily dose of Healing to Shift, where the goal is to heal our souls and to transform our minds so we can transform our lives. This is truly a self-love journey, and it starts with you. Hey ladies, how is everyone this morning, this afternoon, this evening? I'm so excited about this topic. The topic is boundaries. I like boundaries and it took me a while to learn how to create them with people, especially with my family. I've learned that creating boundaries helps to create peace within ourselves, but setting boundaries can be a challenge. There were so many times when I feel guilty about having to set a boundary with someone, and sometimes that guilt would prevent me from setting those necessary boundaries. Has this ever happened to any of you ladies or have any of you ladies ever felt this way? Setting boundaries with someone who has had some type of control over our lives or that we are in direct involvement with like a parent, spouse, child, or friend can be difficult. For instance, I had to set boundaries with my mom. You know, it took me 39 years to do so. I'm 41 years old now, but I had to do it and I had to stick to it. Every time before then I would try to attempt to set a boundary with my mom, I got super nervous and I felt guilty like I was doing something wrong. Then there was my daughter. I really had to create boundaries with her. I noticed early on she had the capability of running my life and I had <laughs> I had to put a stop to that. Well, I believe everyone needs boundaries and not setting them can have us feeling choked, angry, and resentful. But why do we need boundaries? All right, so I'm going to answer this from Scripture. First Thessalonians Thessalonians 4, verse 11, this is a King James Version. It says, And that ye study to be quiet, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you. The newer translation says, Make it your aim to live quietly, and to mind your own business and to work with your hands just as we instructed you. Not enough people are applying this counsel. One, they're not living quietly. They got a whole lot to say about your business and everybody else's. Two, they're not minding their own business. And three, they don't have enough work to keep themselves busy. They're not productive enough. And if you find yourself on this, on the end that uh, people are setting boundaries with you, then you need to ask yourself why and consider this counsel. So when we don't create boundaries for those that need it, the people who aren't applying this scripture, they will continue on a path of intrusiveness in our lives. And then what will happen? Well, their unchecked intrusiveness will overwhelm us. And when we finally had enough, we may lash out in frustration or respond to it in outrage. Sometimes we'll give someone the silent treatment, avoid them, or completely cut them off. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we have to completely cut someone off, especially if they are continuously causing us emotional harm. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about cutting someone off that we haven't given a chance to respect or adhere to a boundary, especially if we haven't set one. 
All of these responses that I just mentioned to what I call boundary infringement are normal emotional responses, but they aren't healthy responses. So what can we do? Or how can we set boundaries with people without letting the guilt of setting necessary boundaries prevent us from creating them? Well, first off, let me start by saying that guilt is a normal emotional response when it comes to setting boundaries, especially with those we love. And I really want you ladies um, that may struggle with this feeling of, of guilt to grasp that notion because truly knowing and understanding that setting boundaries comes with a measure of guilt will help you to push forward in setting the necessary boundary with someone or with whoever needs it. And trust me, they will be all right. Okay. We're trying to, uh, preserve our peace Two. Boundaries help to keep disruptive behavior in check. So view boundaries as a border or a dividing line between your comfort zone and their cutoff point in invading, intruding, or violating your comfort. Three, some boundaries you'll have to fight for and remind someone of over and over and over again. But this is directed more towards people that will challenge your boundary, but you still have to deal with them in some type of way, like a parent. All right. So what do I mean when I say fight for your boundaries? Well, just to be clear, ladies, I don't mean a physical fight, although some people, you know, they may take you there. But what I do mean is making a continuous, relentless and demanding effort with someone that this is your boundary. It is not to be disrespected, and if disrespected, this is the consequence. Which leads me to this point. People who have a problem with disrespecting boundaries display a lack of respect for the one setting the boundary and want to have a measure of control. I've lived this, and anyone who has ever had an issue with my boundaries or the boundaries of someone I knew had an issue with respect and control. All right. Boundaries are uncomfortable, ladies. Not only are they uncomfortable for us at times, but they're uncomfortable for the ones we create the boundary for. Why is that? Well, boundaries highlight the need for change. It sends the message to the receiver of the boundary that we are no longer accepting behavior that makes us uncomfortable and we are no longer going to sacrifice our comfort so they can be comfortable. All right, it's time out for that. So how do we set boundaries? One, be clear on what the issue is. Is it coming over unannounced, calling at an inappropriate time, using your children against you, your spouse not firmly addressing the disrespect of an ex, I've been through that before, an intrusive co-worker or neighbor, or a demanding boss? Whatever the problem is, narrow the issue down. This will help you make your strong point and stay focused on that strong point without possibly drift drifting off topic. You want to be clear so the receiver isn't confused. Two, think about the character traits of the person that you are creating the boundary for. Are they responsible, understanding, and fairly compassionate? Or are they unreasonable, difficult, selfish, and unyielding? Thinking about these personality traits will help you to know how to address them. 
Three, figure out your approach according to who you are setting the boundary for. Will a phone call be better than a one-on-one sit-down where you're face-to-face, especially for someone who's difficult and unreasonable? Maybe an email or text can help you to avoid confrontation. Whatever your approach is, be calm, be respectful, and choose your words carefully. A scripture that comes to mind is Proverbs 12, verse 18. It says, thoughtless speech is like the stabs of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is a healing. And the King James Version says, um, the tongues of the wise is health. So keeping a calm and respectful attitude will hopefully diffuse any tension and give you a positive response. Four, remain firm and consistent. This is so important, ladies. It may at first glance seem like you're not getting anywhere, but trust the process of consistency. Some people will test your boundary to see if you will allow them to cross it again. But by remaining firm and consistent, it sends a message that you mean business, which leads me to my final point. Uh. Five, develop a consequence for those that disrespect or violate your boundary. Will the consequence be making yourself less accessible or available? Will it be a termination in friendship or relationship? Maybe you'll have to distance yourself from someone for a while, but whatever it is, you do what works for you. The biggest thing is to trust God. Pray to God for direction, strength, and peace. Allow him to guide you. I have to especially trust him when it comes to my mom. I had to set a boundary with her, and I have to be delicate about this situation because it involves my mom. I'm going to be real with you guys. Our relationship still isn't mended, but I believe that it will be soon. In the meantime, I'll just continue to give the overall situation time and to continue to trust the process. Well, ladies, that concludes this podcast episode. And I thank you, ladies, for tuning in and showing your support. Have a wonderful day, afternoon or night, wherever you're tuning in from. If you like what you are hearing, please leave a five-star review and be sure to follow me on Instagram at Barrett All Mommy. Talk to you soon and take care.